0: Well, hello, hello, Pamela Dunn.
1: Good morning.
0: Good morning. So (laughs) nice to have you here. Um, We are so excited to bring to you today an interview with Pamela Dunn of Your Infinite Life Training and Coaching Company. And Pam is a very, very special person in Terry and I's lives because her work has, um, we no joke say, has transformed our lives in the most beautiful way and helped our family um, just become a stronger, tight unit and helped us individually in just the most magnificent ways. So um, Pam, I would love for you to introduce yourself and tell us a little bit more about you and your work and your infinite life.
1: All right. Well, uh, good morning. Thank you. Thank you for having me. And uh, as you said, I am the owner of Your Infinite Life Training and Coaching Company. And uh, I've had that name for that company for 11 years now. And before that, I was doing the same type of work, just under a different name. And and I think, you know, on topic of what we're going to talk about today... One of the things that occurred in that process was I had I had been using the name Global Relationship Centers, which was you know f- the former owner that I bought the company from, and in in the concept of making it my own, which you know is important as an entrepreneur, making it your own so that you can yeah. you know influence whatever it is you need to influence. I changed the name. Of everything, the courses and the company. So nice. uh, I feel like the moment I did that, I took more ownership and I absolutely love what we do. We are, our mission is very basic it's to assist people to discover, honor, and express their magnificence.
0: Wow. <laughs> such a great mission It is. and tell our listeners a little bit about um, the courses that you guys provide and what format they, they're in as far as weekends go and um, that kind of stuff
1: so we do have several weekend type courses one is freedom to be uh, we call that an embracing life experience so that's learning how to operate from head and heart at the same time because sometimes we're either all emotional or all head. And so this teaches you that concept. And the way to do that is we look at three concepts. How to stop blaming other people. How to stop blaming yourself. And then how to what to do when other people blame you. And then we have the remembrance course. And that's a journey to our magnificence. And that's through looking at our limiting beliefs that we create and form and operate from that prevent us from living the life we desire. And then we also have a couples retreat, which is just a, a weekend, a, a, a getaway for a couple to identify and learn how to communicate more intimately, closely, how to move through, how to fight fair, all those
0: things. Nice. So, yeah. So, Terry and I have been through both the Freedom to Be course and the Remembrance course and just love it. I'm a girl, I'm a big Freedom to Be girl. I'm actually training with Pam to become an instructor one day. <laughs> um, and Terry's a big Remembrance course guy. So, we make sure we are at every single one of those courses. And at the time of this recording, Pam and I just spent the weekend together at Freedom to Be last weekend. And I know, I don't know about you, but I have been on just a glorious. <laughs> just state of being this week. I have felt so connected to my kids and so connected to Terry and just feeling in the most beautiful way. And it's just such a magnificent feeling when you come out of these courses. Would you agree, Terry? Oh,
2: absolutely. And (laughs) and Pam, first off, it's an honor to be sitting here with you today because I've only met Pam briefly in person, but I feel like I know her so well because I have um, been a participant and an assistant in, um, in many of her courses, um, with her magnificent crew of, uh, you know, (laughs) disciples and teachers and, you know, so it's like, I feel like, um, I know Pam so well, um, but it's so great to have you here. And, um, and yeah, I, it's, it's always hard to, um, explain to somebody when you're trying to, um, uh, get somebody to, to, you know, step into the classroom or invest in themselves. Um, so, you know, through Fresh Start Family, through your infinite life, it's like, you're like, just trust me. It's amazing. Just get, go, go in and see how you feel on the other side. So, you know, uh, Wendy, your, your description is super accurate. I mean, once you actually step into um, one of your courses and just say yes, you um, you really, you really find an amazing community. You learn a lot about yourself. Um, you honor yourself, and you also learn to honor other people too. So, thank you for the work you do. Thank you so much.
0: Yeah, I still, I'm still trying to create an accurate term, but I always say like, are, "Is your infinite life like a sister company from another mother, or like, is it like my <laughs> my mama company? Like, but I feel like you know we're family, so." Yay! All right, so today we're going to talk about such an important topic, especially for families, and that is how to be a great influencer versus trying to make people or, you know, make people do what you want or control them or manipulate them, which I think often we don't really realize that we have an intention to do that, <laughs> it's true. Um, but it sure does come out like that a lot. So um, this is some this is a topic that we talk so much about um, with my work that I um, empower families to embrace. Um, but it and it's just magnificent how well it works when you do become a stronger influencer with your kids. So. Uh, you know, right now, just after a week of being out of the Freedom to Be weekend, I have felt like such a confident influencer this week with my kids, especially mm. my oldest Stella, who I tell so many stories about. Um, and it's just been so awesome. So, we're going to talk a little bit about how we can be a great influencer when it comes to power struggles, also, how um, really making sure we're listening and getting feedback helps us to be a great influencer, and then also how to be proactive. So talk to, let's start off with power struggles. Tell us a little bit about um, what you recommend if we're, um, in, if we're interested in becoming a stronger, more healthy, effective influencer.
1: Well, I think power struggles are a great topic to start with because, it, you know, for those of you listening and those of us here, mm-hmm. we all know that the moment that we're engaged in a power struggle, we're no longer influencing. We're actually getting forceful trying to get somebody to do something we want them to do, and they're saying no. And and so in the moment influencing comes in is that influencing is an internal process. So to become influential, we need to look at where we're coming from in the conversation, not what we're trying to accomplish.
0: Ah, yeah.
1: Does that make sense? So, So in a power struggle... If all of a sudden I'm agitated or irritated or flat out angry yeah. <laughs> because whomever is saying no in whatever way, right? Yes. So this can be I'm with a child, of a
0: thousand <laughs> situations in my head: shoes, <laughs> teeth, bed, right,
1: <laughs> right, exactly. Uh, getting the trash out, whatever it is, right? Then all of a sudden we we forget who we are in that process. And we get more focused on what we need to have done. And mm-hmm. so influence and, and reducing the power struggle part it becomes more effective when we remember where do we want to come from in this ask or in this request. Awesome. And, and that's the point of influence, not what I'm trying to get somebody to do.
0: Yes, I love that. So I know... Last weekend we worked a lot with our I am statement, so a really simple one, right, would be just to create a simple I am statement. Mine's usually something uh, along the lines of I am um, loving, kind, and compassionate. And so if we can just remind ourselves of that in the moment, we would be cleaner with our action, correct? And be more effective in influencing. Is that kind of what you're saying? Yes,
1: yes. And and I think it's good to talk a little bit about that concept of loving, kind, and compassionate. Those are three great words. Mm -hmm. I think, you know, again, in the point of influence, if I think that kind means I have to be like, Oh, honey, you know, please, okay. <laughs> you know, but really kind and influential can be firm. Yes. You know, yeah. but kind uh, and, and not harsh. So we, we have to begin to take a look at for ourselves. What does that mean? You know, I, that's why when it comes to I am statements, I encourage people not to use the word nice in their I am statement, because that that implies that we have to hide a firmness or direct or being honest or truthful. And I think those are all important in influence in who we
2: are. I love this idea of not forgetting who you are in those moments, because I think especially in in parenting, um, in any situation where you deeply care about You know, the person on the other end, usually those are the those are some of the messiest situations. And sometimes you do just throw up your hands, you forget who you are and you're like, I can't believe what just came out of my mouth. Or Mm -hmm. I can't believe that this task is somehow more important than remembering who I am or remembering who that person is. So um, that's a that's a really, I think, applicable thing for for parents and humans alike is don't forget who you are in that moment. Yeah. You know, and I'm thinking as you're talking, too, is that when
1: you're co-parenting, you know, I wonder if there's times, too, when it would be beneficial if one of you forgets who you are and and you start engaging in the power struggle and getting forceful, you know, that it would be good to have a way to, you know, place a hand on or something, you know, that that would say, hey, remember... <laughs> yeah. You know, remember you're kind.
0: Without being like Dude. Yeah. You're, you're,
2: remember? Mom, you're blowing it right now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah. You know, or you start fighting with each other yeah. because one yeah. of you has a tone that is harsh.
0: Well, and it really is like such a fine line that you have to practice at doing that. So we talk to our families all the time about tagging each other out, right? Or like oh, taking a break. And um, cool. and it is really makes a difference how you approach that and mm-hmm. just say, hey, let me, let me relieve you here for a second because you are kind and loving and compassionate and um, I can tell you just need a break for a minute and we do that a lot as a team and it works pretty darn well yeah Um, but we we do have to watch our tone because if you are like dude you're blowing it it's like it's just you're like well then I'm not gonna give up
2: (laughs) well yeah it seems like much like other you know we've learned in this work um is to make those agreements ahead of time. so if, if she and I were to huddle up in like a time we weren't weren't heated to say, hey in case this is ever happening and I come and do this I'm not trying to be annoying. I'm not trying to tell you you're making a mistake. I can just see that like we need to just tag out like like go take care yeah. of yourself or whatever so that like it doesn't come across as like confrontational or anything when it when you are in the moment so. You know, yeah. the
1: beautiful thing about that is that it's influential and part of influencing is modeling. So if your ultimate goal is to influence your children to be good collaborators and cooperators, then by doing that, you're modeling that. So that, you know, I think it's important to remember that's influential.
0: Yeah. Well, and I, I alluded it to, to it for a second, you know, a quick minute earlier, when, but this week has been so crazy watching my kids um, be in a different space than they were last week with each other, mm. and it's just fascinating to me. I mean, I was just telling Terry this morning how they were able to resolve a conflict last night um, that took probably about 20 minutes, and it was one of the first times in many, many months where I've seen especially my oldest so so patient with my youngest and it's just crazy how I look at like the last week of how I've been working with her and how I've um, been able to stay in in my I am statement just naturally from after the freedom to be course it wasn't like this forced thing I was like I must be kind loving and compassionate it was just <laughs> so natural the way it flowed out of me and it felt so good and then to see this like come to fruition last night I mean, I've just felt it all week in them, but it's just so fascinating to me how it really does what you model and, um, they just soak it up
1: and that's just one
0: week. Yeah,
1: it's true. It's so beautiful.
0: Let's chat for a hot sec openly and honestly about what your discipline toolkit looks like in your home right now. If you're anything like most parents, you're relying on the hand-me-down set you inherited. Time outs, spankings, threatening of spankings, taking iPads away, 3, two, 1 countdowns, groundings, taking away toys, e-bikes, iPhones, any or all of those kind of tactics that create a total relationship strain and don't even work long-term to end your child's misbehavior for good. Meaning you might spank your child or send them to timeout today for being, air quotes, mean to their sister or disrespecting you, but then three days from now, they're repeating the same misbehavior, which causes you to flip your lid because you know they know better. I want to help you learn a new way so you could end the vicious cycle that's keeping you stuck as a parent and causing you to feel super frustrated that... All right, so let's talk about listening and feedback. So what do you recommend there if we're wanting to just be more influential? Um, I know a lot of times in parenting, we will, you know, do things like interrupting our kids or saying, Mm. you know, that's not true, don't say that, or, um, but it. I'm, I'm thinking you're going to say that leads
1: to not being a strong influencer, right? It's true. Yeah. I, I would say that. <laughs>
0: Why do we
1: do now? Making them wrong. No. <laughs> even if they are, you know, even if you believe that they are, uh, it, you know, making them wrong is not influential because they need to feel influential too. And, and so listening, getting curious, you know, discovering more if if somebody is saying something that's blatantly wrong especially if it's a kid they're they're really trying to say something else so you know get curious say more about that tell me more about that i don't understand i don't see it that way those are things that have them talk more so that you can hear what's really going on underneath
2: yeah i think we're we're quick um as humans, to want to like put a cap on it, or to like like edge somebody out, as soon as you start to hear these like false statements, you just want to like. But like you, you're 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 mentioning like see what see what's underneath of all that. Don't put a cap on it. Like let's see what's behind it. Um, yeah, that's, that's awesome.
1: Yeah, I think there's a quote or something out there that says most of us listen to respond you know, rather than listen to understand and, you know, really hear what somebody has to say. And so I think, you know, how you say put a cap on it. That's a lot of what we do. And it takes so much patience.
2: Well, that, um, I think we, uh, (laughs) our kids sometimes start to like, when they hear the other one saying something that's not true, they're really quick to be like, no, it's not like all this stuff. So I think in a way, we probably aren't being the greatest models if we're just acting the same way, because it doesn't come across very childish when they do that. <laughs> so in essence, if we're doing the same thing, yeah, we're, we're not encouraging anybody to, to get curious and to be patient and to be like, so what if you're not right or factual? Like, exactly. Like, tell me more.
0: Well, and it's so spot on, Terry, because again, just being fresh with all this, I can think of so many times this week where I've realized how much I will snuff out my kids and be like, why are you doing that? Like, why Why would you do that? Like, basically, you're wrong, and mm-hmm. I'm not willing to listen and see your point of view, and I am quick to make these snippy comments, and this week I didn't, and, um, and it's just so fascinating because uh, we do, you know, you teach us so much about how to build our empathy skills, and I think or empathy muscles, um, and I think when we get better at building those muscles up, it becomes easier to see how people are right. So last night, when Stella was really frustrated with Taryn, and um, you know she didn't basically want to include him in this little game because she had a friend over, it was so natural for me to see how she was right and listen mm. to her. More than it was last week, <laughs> before the weekend course, before Freedom to Be. And um, so I think it's so cool that when we listen and when we get that feedback, and I love that phrase you use, tell me more, it's just easier to see how they're right. Like even if you can find a little teeny bit of how they're right, I think children feel it so much when we're always like, you're wrong, you're wrong, you're wrong. And sometimes it's, they feel so good when you're like, okay, tell me more. Right. I'm listening. Yes. And last night I was like, I see how it's hard for you. You're right. That is going to be hard to have three people in the game. And last week I would have been like, really? Like, just let him be in the game. (laughs) Let him spin the wheel. Like, it's not that big of a deal. So, yeah. Well,
1: and I think that, you know, because we're also going to talk about listening and then feedback. And and the way you phrased and, and the tone of your question you know why don't you let it you can hear in the tone it's not a curious why, yes. you know which why has an implication, and so often as parents we'll ask why, and we're not really wondering why <laughs> you know we're right. we're really wanting something else too, so it's the same for all of us, you know we don't always say the first thing that we mean,
2: yeah oh, that's that's a cool statement because it's so true like yeah, we don't process probably especially in those heated moments mm-hmm. like the process kind of goes out the window it's just all gut reaction sometimes it is like oh here we are again oh, like you know the the situation you were in last night wendy it's like oh here we are again i can't believe we're here again so it's just yes. like you just react react react
0: yeah so cool i love that all right. So, as far as some practical phrases for our families to use, um, you said when we want to get creative and just get curious. So, tell me more. Mm-hmm. Um, can Hang you help- in there with me. Hey, I hear you say that all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there with me. Tell me more. Yeah. Help me understand. What
1: do you mean? I I I don't get it yet. You know, like I'm taking ownership of, I'm the one who doesn't understand yet. So tell me more, yeah. you know, or this is I all I can hear right now because you're yelling at me uh, is, yeah. is the bad part. Can you slow down a little bit and just tell me more about that?
0: Yes. And that we always say is, you know, that kind of softness or humbling of our heart is actually a strength. That is not permissiveness, mm. that is not weakness. Um, and maybe, Terry, you could you know just talk a little bit about that from like a male perspective, how softening your heart and humbling your heart is not weak, it's not permissive, it's actually super strong and powerful. Because I think a lot of guys might, you know, maybe a lot of girls. I mean, it's not a girl versus guy thing, but I'm just curious to hear your take on that.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, stereotypes are dangerous, but they're also sometimes like there are some truths to, to things when, you know, when you are a guy in general and there's this idea that like, um, not just moving straight forward, straight through something and progress, progress, progress. Like if you're not doing that, somehow you're either, somebody's moving you, somebody has stopped you. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's, it's kind of an abstract thought sometimes to say like, okay, well, instead of just going right through this thing that's in my way to go to take a sidestep or to get curious or to pause or to let somebody else have the forum, I think sometimes in a male world feels like you've given up power. Mm. Um, yeah. But I've yeah. found that it's actually the opposite, that by, <laughs> by being the Yoda in the situation or by actually... Um, you kind of actually, you you, you gain more power in, in stopping and in some ways it's like they don't have the power over you just just because you're listening to them or just because yeah. you've given somebody else the forum to actually express how they feel so that you can now make your move. It's, um... Boom. Yeah. I just
0: mic drop. Yes. <laughs> can we unscrew this mic and just like
2: drop it? <laughs> um, but this is stuff that I've only learned through... um through actually, you know, stepping into a classroom or to saying yes to some things because um, as a dad to just wing it or to just do, you know, what your your parents did or, you know, what you read in one book or something like that it most likely isn't going to get you to a space where you feel that way or at least not in my personal experience. So, um, I mean, that's one of the reasons why I'm, I'm, I'm here in you know in this podcast is to show that you know just don't let the moms be the the only people out there getting curious stepping into classrooms um, wanting to um, make their family a stronger unit to talk about relationships talk about feelings things like that like you're gonna find that there's real strength um, as a dad as a husband as a human being Um, as soon as you just acknowledge those things know how to, um, to work through them, I mean, you're just going to see all your relationships thrive and you're going to be a more, a more, <laughs> oh my and you're going to be a more powerful person out in the workforce. I mean, if in the end, you know, you, a, a guy listening to this, if that's the only thing they hear, it's like, okay, you know, I've found in my career now I'm the person that when people are freaking out, they look to me and they're like, you're not freaking out. This is, this is great. How are you so strong? But it, it, wow. it, it, it now comes across as a, as, a, as a bit of strength where at first it may feel like you're being weak, but it is not.
1: Yeah. Because I bet it's afterwards. I think I found too. And what you're saying is that in the moment your mind may be telling you this is, you know, this is the weak way to do it. But afterwards, everything about you feels powerful.
2: Oh, yeah. 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 And that's influence. Yeah. And I mean, you come you come out with a, a stronger family unit. You're, you, you know, you, there's less of a mess to clean up too. Good point. I, I think, you know, people who bulldoze their way through life, you know, you know, some people <laughs> don't look in the rear of your mirror and they just don't, you know, they just keep going and Hey, that's the way some people work in the world. Um, But for people that really like care about the people that are are around them, it's like there's so much less cleanup if you can just kind of navigate and um, and and make your moves that don't are don't always mean like make the move right this second or um, if for some reason I let them talk, I'm now wrong or weak. So, um, yeah.
0: Awesome. Oh, I love it. That was
2: so great, Terry.
0: (laughs) That was good. Yeah, so with listening and feedback, that would be in the work of positive parenting, that would be our pause buttons, our heart connectors, our self-calming breaks, listening intently, using feeling encouragers versus feeling stoppers. Those are all practical ways to apply that concept of becoming a more powerful influencer. Okay, so we've talked about how to um, approach power struggles, listening and feedback, and then our third way to become a stronger influencer is to be proactive. Tell us more, Pam.
1: <laughs> well, I I do think, as Terry was just talking about, being willing to be different than what you think. Think you're supposed to be so so the proactive would be to do the training you know get in parenting classes uh get get into classes for yourselves you know make sure you're strong as a couple and on the same page as you guys talked about you know the, when things aren't heated you have this you know set up an agreement so create lots of agreements with your kids, with each other as a couple. I think that's very proactive. Uh, I also think that, you, you know, practicing your tone. So when, when we were talking about tell me more, uh, you know, I, I can't understand what you're saying. I'm not clear. If you practice those ahead of time then you want, you'll actually be more likely to share it in that neutral tone as opposed to the heated tone in the heated moment. You won't match everybody else. You'll speak from yourself. Yeah, and, and then the I am statement is a great proactive way to just you know take one character trait a day and say, you know, today I'm going to practice that no matter what. And it's always easier to practice, you know, at the grocery store than, <laughs> yes. than it is with your own kids. So, you know, or with your spouse. So practice that way.
2: You know.
0: Yeah, I love that. And, and that is something that we all get to practice so well in your coursework with Your Infinite Life because... We really do. Like, tone is a big one with Freedom to Be, where we go through, I mean, how we get through so many tones. Yeah, yeah. It's one of my so favorite parts 12. of the weekend, because, um, you know, it's just, it's just funny to realize how much you use a tone of irritation, or annoyance, or anger, or um, rushed, I mean, rushed. And so, yeah, I love the idea of what you guys help us do in the coursework, which is to practice... Redoing it, so you actually are prepared. And then Susie Walton, one of uh, your Infinite Life instructor and the founder of Joy Parenting program, always tells us, you know, um, look at the wall. And right now we're in a room that the wall is blue. And just say the wall is blue. Tell me more. And it's such a great way to exactly. reset your tone, just to remember that you would you would not look at the wall and say the wall is blue. <laughs> 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 um. So. But the practicing is so essential, you know, it's like, it's, it's, our brains can take it in. That's great. But, you know, that's why we, why we have role plays in our, the foundations course. And that's why we do these, these practices um, in the, your infinite life weekend courses is so we can actually be prepared. And it like kind of almost gets in our heart better when we actually do it. Right.
1: Right. Right. Yeah. And I, you know, as far as tone goes, we can't just change our tone. Because it's the verbal expression of a feeling that already exists inside of us. So we have to do things like you said. We have to look at the wall and see, oh, the wall is blue.
0: Awesome. Okay.
1: But if I'm fighting with my kid, I'm going to be like, the wall is blue. Right. (laughs) You know, I'm going to try and change the tone, but I'm just going to grit my teeth. Yes. I'm not changing the tone. I'm just, you know, lowering my voice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: now, if you have any questions, freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash firm and kind. Crazy. Tone <laughs> is so fascinating. And again, like this last week, I have seen that like my tone has been so different with the kids. It's been so soft and just matter of fact. And, um, and I just see that they feel that. So it's like I even in my membership program, um, you know, it's so cool. We have so many families from all over the world that share challenges, they share success stories. But sometimes you can hear the tone in writing, and mm. it will be like a really heavy tone of anger and irritation, and just you can you can feel it in writing. So it's fascinating how tone will come out. Or sometimes I, you know, I can feel um, hopelessness or defeat or. Um, so it's, it's so, I think that's so interesting how it can come out in writing too.
1: Well, and that goes to the point of where are you coming from when you write, when you send a text, yeah, when you write yeah. an email, when you, you know, when you share something, where are you coming from? Not where do you want to go? Not what are you trying to accomplish?
2: Yeah, it's, yeah. So it's that, that's an important thing because it's like, sometimes not saying anything at all or less words, just editing too. I mm-hmm. mean, because I think people are so quick to, to want to like jump on the text, jump on the email when they're in the heat of the moment. Or if you're sitting right across from somebody, you feel like you have to say it right then. Um, but it, again, going back to my point of cleaning things up, um, your life will be a lot sometimes. messy if you sometimes just edit, pause, and you can always bring it back later. And if it's sometimes you find it's not even that important later. After you've calmed down, you're like, it's not even important enough to bring up now. It's that, so that, true. That that <laughs> thing that I thought I had to say right in that moment to like let them know that they were wrong or how I was feeling or whatever. I sometimes even you know a few minutes later, you're like, not even important to even say. So yeah, pause. <laughs> I love it, true. Yeah. and that
0: is, a, is such a perfect way to wrap up our com- conversation. It's just that underlying it seems like almost most important part of this conversation is remember where you're what where, what you know where you're coming from. It's like it's so important that we just pause and remember who we are. What, you know, and what we want, you know, what we want. And so this weekend, this last week, I've had kind of an intention or what I want is just, um, I think I said in the weekend course, I just want to have um, a fun, just, um, I forget the exact words, but it was something, there was fun and acceptance with my daughter and just a joyful day to day. You know, and so that's really where I came from all week. And again, it was natural; it wasn't forced because your infinite life work just puts it, just gets it right into your heart. It's just, (laughs) it's like you don't have to just pull it out; it's just there. Um, And so that was where I came from all week, is as opposed to where I might in the past come from, like, okay, I got to make sure I teach her that she needs to be respectful to her brother and you know that she needs to be a great leader and do that in a great way because I I respect that she's a leader you know like you can hear my tone change I
2: I
1: can hear your tone
0: but this week it just was so natural I just want a fun loving relationship with her where I just accept her and I love her so much and like It was just so cool how when I, when I come from that spot with my kids, it just, it's like magic. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, um, yeah, just let's all remember who we are in truth, not in our worst moments, right? But in our, just who we are, who we were designed to be and, and come at it from that angle of what we want, not what we don't want, what we want.
1: If you want fun loving, be fun loving.
0: Yes. Oh my gosh. So good, Pam. All right. So thank you for all those great tips. I feel like we covered some really great actionable steps as, as well okay. as like just great theory. Um, but tell us, tell these listeners more about where they can find your infinite life and your coursework and... Um, everything they need to know if they're like, tell me more about this fascinating work.
1: Well, I'm excited to say that we have courses all over the country, Northeast, Florida, Texas, Missouri, and California, Oregon, so all over the U.S. So if they go to www.yourinfinitelifeonline.com, they can find out all about us, all the different courses, Uh, and where they are
0: great and in general the two kind of starter courses are freedom to be and the remembrance course correct and those usually occur twice a year in each area of the country is that correct yes yeah kind of spring kind Mm -hmm. of fall and um, just to reiterate the freedom to be course is what I really recommend that Every single human being goes through, but every single family, if there's any way you can get there, um, it's such a way to honor yourself and your family, and it just will give you tremendous results in being able to apply this work of positive parenting um, into your life more naturally, more easily, without so much grit. (laughs) It just allows you to effortlessly apply the work and have success in it. So thank you, Pam, so much You're for welcome. being here. You're welcome. Thanks so for special. having me. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Jerry. Yes, thank
2: you so much. And I just love your, you know, what you say is your simple mission is discovering people's magnificence because it is it is often hard to explain to somebody the experience that they might go through through one of your courses. Um, and I love that you break it down so simply because, yeah, I mean, um, God's designed us all to, to do something amazing. And I think the first step to just... Acknowledging that we're all a work in progress and um, that we should all invest in ourselves um, is is a big first step for a lot of people. So I can't stress enough to anybody listening, especially dads, just take that step. You won't regret it. You'll come out the other end just like light as a feather and just ready to just rock whatever is going on in, in, in your life. Um, and uh, you'll never regret it. So Thank you so much, Pam. You're welcome.
0: For more info and links from today's episode, head to freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash four. That's freshstartfamilyonline.com forward slash four. For more information, go to freshstartfamilyonline.com. Thanks for listening, families. Have a great day. volcano. volcano instead of respond like the firm